0: Stay inspired on the go with Springboard Zone, an inspirational podcast from internationally acclaimed executive coaches, authors and ministers, Albert and Comfort Okran. You will be inspired and challenged with strategies to consistently reach for new heights. And now, today's message by Rev. Albert Okran.
1: God bless you for tuning in to another matriculation of Springboard, your virtual university. Springboard is a multimedia, educational, and personal development intervention, the biggest and the most encompassing of its kind, running since August 2008. Let me start by saying that convenience is one of the most important drivers or determinants of customers' choices and business decisions. And convenience is often an end product of innovation and business process improvement. And so one of the most important areas of improvement that significantly opens up the business space is payment systems. The more people are able to easily and quickly pay across different geographical, demographic, and other institutional barriers, the more business can get done. But where are we coming from? And where are we today? And where are we going with payment systems. Helping me break down this very important subject. Let me start by introducing Kofi owusu the CEO of Insano. Insano is a payment systems processing company. And Kofi, you've been also been a student of the diverse Springboard initiatives for several years and it's good to have you in the hot seat today. Welcome to Springboard. Thank you very much, Albert. And
2: uh- definitely. Forever a <laughs> student of Springboard.
1: Yes, good to see you. Right. Let me also welcome a, 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 a regular sponsor, a, a, a lifetime sponsor of Springboard, a virtual university. Somebody very, very close to the Springboard family. Derrick Indazio, the CEO, or he calls himself the chief doer of Dream DreamOval. Derrick, good to see you.
3: I'm good to see you too. And I'm happy to see the progress that Springboard is making every blessed year. It's
1: amazing. I've seen billboards of a program you are doing next Wednesday by yeah. the Foundation. Um, what was the theme?
3: The, the, the Ghana Skills Gap Summit.
1: Ghana Skills Gap Summit. Right. It's just exciting that you are thinking of something that will bridge the gap between academia and an an industry. industry. You yeah. have 100% support. Just give us, let me give you half a minute to give listeners an idea about what it's about. Thank so, you very much. The venue is La Palms, correct? Yeah.
3: The, the venue is La Palm And the key thing is we are always asking us, so whether are there no jobs or are there no skills for the jobs right. available? Right. available and uh, we believe that it is time that we brought stakeholders together to actually come up with solutions right. and have a conversation around what we need to do to bridge the gap between right. what we learn in school and the kind of Industry that we are we are having now and then for the future. Right. So we, we have um, stakeholders coming from all um, 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 different industries, including the AGI. We have we have COVID coming. We also have our international partners in SAP and uh, and in PIXERA coming to di- dissect um, right. the subject. Right. Yeah.
1: Uh, have our best wishes for a very fruitful program because it's something that we need in our part of the world. But let's break down this subject of of payment systems. Kofi, let me start with you. What what really is a payment? A payment platform or a payment system just for the benefit of, of our listeners. Mm. Thanks again, Rev. Um, payment system
2: basically, if you like, m- must be discussed or understood um, with trade in mind. So payment system, if you like, is the facilitator of trade. Right. I mean, at the end of the day, if you did a transaction, and by trade I mean the expansive um, definition of trade um, to, to imply commerce. Now, if you if you are involved in any form of commerce, eventually payment would have to be made. Now, whichever payment route or mode that you choose can be encapsulated under the theme of payment system. So, so basically, payment system, even though it sounds quite like a big word, basically refers to the different types of payments and how money can move from one point to the
1: other. Right, you talk about trade, but there is, if if I give offering in church, it's not trade, it's not commerce, but it definitely requires a payment system, doesn't it?
3: Most definitely. and um, payment or, or,
1: or, or, or sending money to a loved one loved yeah. one for their school fees or free SHS so it one for, for or a transaction, for money.
3: <laughs> um, is a transaction. So it's an exchange of um, of value, mostly in monetary terms. Right. And the, the, the payment system um, is not just now. In, in, in modern times, you're looking at electronic payment systems. But in previous times or in different areas, we have had different kinds of um, payment system so payment system is really now driven by trade and more transactions uh, more than ever um, right.
1: yeah right so let's talk about the, the the origin the origin and importance of payments and um, how did payments originate what what drove the need to evolve a system of making payments I want this to be as educational as possible for the benefit of people who are asking so where did we come from I mean right. Today we are seeing payments being done in seconds from the comfort of your bed, by via your phone, etc., etc. But where did we come from, Kofi? All
2: uh, right. So, then again, if you look at the, the the concept of commerce, which is exchange of you know goods and services. So, if you like, if you are in church and you are making an offering, you are making an offering because of a certain service that you've received, whether it's voluntary or not, it's a commerce of sorts. Now, in every dispensation, commerce takes a particular form, and based on the form that commerce takes, uh, its corresponding payment system evolves. So, from the very beginning, if you like, if you trace it to Mesopotamia and so on, where there was butter trade, for example, you know butter trade, people call butter trade the form, the first form of payment system, even though barter trade is not necessarily a a, a payment system. Now, that is because the the predominant commerce at the time required exchange of goods and, if you like, services, and that became the payment system. So, from there, I mean, as you may know, other types of commerce evolved. So, commodity trading, for example, started and so the currency or the payment system at the time became what is known as the commodity currency. So if you trace to Bible days and look at the the wise men visiting Jesus Christ, um, who had just been born, and coming with gold, frankincense, and myrrh, these were commodities, and so they travelled with these commodities as currencies or as payment systems at the time right. to 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 the baby Jesus, and then. It evolved into coinage. So now, if you like, people started making coins and exchanging coins for, for various types of services. And throughout all these, um, if you like, phases of payments, you realize that there are significant challenges with every type of payment that, if like, the previous type of payment. Even though later we will understand that the subsequent payment method that comes to replace the former does not necessarily totally wipe off the previous. Right. So so various forms of payments have evolved directly
1: proportional to the type of commerce that existed in that era or that dispensation. Right. So let me come to you, Derry. So for instance, what would make a particular payment system suitable for a particular dispensation? What features, what about a payment system will make it suitable for a particular era? What are we looking for? Or what what is mankind looking for in a payment system
3: i think that um, predominantly mankind is looking for a more efficient way to exchange value for for, for me i see payment as a form of contract um, so you have you're looking at a contract that has all the force majeure and everything else already coined into one and then controlled by if it's a country you're looking at a central um, bank or if it is a if it's a group you're looking at some kind of um, framework that the, the group is the group is working with. So, at any at in any era, the payment systems are defined by the lifestyle of the people, are defined by the technologies of the time, are defined by the circumstances of the time. A circumstance could be war. A circumstance could be a disruption. A circumstance could be a new way of life and, and, and that would define um, the payment systems and payment systems um, generally move with a trend so if we are in the digital age you are going to find that people would like to exchange value using digital means if you are in the stone age people are going to use exchange value um, using stone I mean stone as their, their, their mode of exchange but, so the, the key thing is one is a contract between two people that if you give me YAM um, and I give you 10 CDs the yam carries as much value in my head as the tensities that you are exchanging exchanging for it and everything else in terms of whether there's trust whether there's um, contract the lawyers like in China we say force majeure is all embedded you know inside the inside the payment systems but like to your question defined by the circumstances and the situation of the times right still on the same point let me just find out so what for instance would make people see this payments
1: i understand what you're saying about The new one coming to add on, not necessarily wipe away the previous one. But the important thing I'm looking for is a trigger point. What circumstances, what is it that makes people say this is no longer adequate for our purpose? We need a new one, a a, a preferred way of doing things. What are the trigger points for change? Like speed. Speed.
3: Yeah, and the service. service. So, uh, for example, if you need to move money from um London to Ghana and the existing one requires that it goes to a system that would take you one week. Right? And the service that you need is desired in one day. You are going to one way or the other consistently question yourself as to how you're going to exchange that send that money in a day.
1: When you sit in a board meeting as the, as the as the as the CEO of a company involved in payments what is the one big driver of all the innovations?
3: I, I think it's, for, for us, is is convenience. Right. Um, convenience and then also security. Um, people want to be able to um, have money without compromising um, any other, without, without making the money lose value when the money hits you. Because if the, the mode of payment is not secure, what will happen is that you'll get the money, but you'll be hit by something else like fraud, right? So. Do, those things drive that, but the key thing is you always want to ask, ask the question what do the cost, what are people looking for right and that is the key driver the key driver is what the outside world is actually looking for what what is trending? how are people doing this now, and what is what you are bringing going to cut out the waste going to cut out i'm going to reduce the gaps in people receiving money and a lot of the time it will come with convenience. Um, a lot of time to come with more security. A lot of time it comes with speed, time. Time is a very important factor right. in the payment cycle. Right.
1: It is 21 minutes... Past the hour of seven o'clock, and time is a very important factor. So let me give you the time now. Um, so the voice, the voices you are hearing tonight in this discussion about payment systems, David Indaz, the CEO of dreamoval and Kofi Usins, the CEO of unsound they're helping us understand where we've come from with money. We started from Mesopotamia. That's what we are, ta- we are being told. <laughs> 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 and we moved from barter to commodities trade, and then coinage began, and we moved on and on and on. And the drivers of change or the determinants of of, of preference, lifestyle, technology, the circumstances could drive change like the war, disruption, or a new way of life. Very importantly, the trigger points at any time for moving on to the next technology are things like speed, which is the very important driver, and then convenience, and then trends. What are customer preferences that are coming up? And then also the service style, how is the service delivered? And then very importantly, security. And then global trends that I'll add on global trends, what is being done in other parts of the world. But let's come back home to Accra, Ghana, where we're having this discussion, and speak about something that you mentioned. You talked about security. Now, the more advanced the payment systems become, the less we see money. Right how do you deal with the inertia that people have let me ask you about that one how do you deal with the inertia that people have you know when you see the money you can tell i'm giving you five cds this is five (laughs) cd notes i'm giving it to you the less you can see the money the, the the less you feel that you are in control how do you deal with that inertia that is likely to attend doing a transaction and not seeing it physically well Reverend, then again... Um, and call me Albert from now on. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're yeah, my father.
2: Okay, so um, just to, if you like, draw a certain correlation from what Derridin said earlier to answer this question. And if you like, every time commerce changes, the commerce in the dispensation changes, the payment system must follow suit. Right. Now, if we are in... A dispensation where people are com- comfortable with, uh, with shopping online, you know, or window shopping by this time without having to physically move to a shopping center, and and so on. People gradually become comfortable with having to exchange value, also virtually. Now, most of most of the time, the persons who have a problem saying a problem with the fact that, okay, we've not seen the fiscal money, but I must believe that the money has hit my account, such persons are gradually now coming to speed with the payment system and the commerce nature of that dispensation. So the truth is that anybody who is comfortable enough to receive uh, you know, to, to uh, acknowledge receipt of the money even though he has not physically received um, the notes in his in in his bank account or in you know in, in his palm must be must be comfortable with the fact that the, the times are changing. Right. You know. So if so these days, one of the things I realize which is a very interesting observation, is the fact that every big retail outlet is at least displaying products even if you're not going to at the end of the day pay for it online. They're displaying products, you're able to go view all products, view the product three sixty check all the dimensions and so on and so forth. Within a twinkle of an eye, they add a payment um, method to it. So now you're able to make payments. So so it's a it's a process that is building up gradually. And we believe that eventually people will become very
1: comfortable with the nature of commerce today right. and therefore accept payments virtually. We've come a long way from, from from where we used to be. And I can tell you that on this same show, I, I recall having a discussion some time ago and talking about M-Pesa in Kenya and saying, when will we have something like that in Mm -hmm. Ghana? And it sounded at that time as if it would take a long time because we just are not amenable to the idea of payment systems. But I must confess, even for me myself, sitting there here and hosting that show, I can see that we've come a long Mm -hmm. way. And I'm going to break down how far exactly have we come. But just to tie up that issue of the trust, the confidence that people use in dealing with payment systems what do you normally include in the design of products to give people the comfort of knowing that you may not see things physically, but you are fine?
3: Right. Um, so, and, and, and that was very critical because um, whenever, you, whenever you have a new paradigm, um, there's, this, there's this thing called the chasm. There's even a book about it called the chasm, where you are going to have the, the techies, those the innovators, who are going to start the paradigm. Then you have the early adopters, those who are going to try it, and like they just want to try it. Like um, when an iPhone comes, you have the techies queuing mm-hmm. to go and get the iPhone because they don't have a problem with The early adopters, then you are going to have the how do you call it the 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 early majority, those who are the the pragmatists, they want to check and see whether there are any errors. So you are talking about mobile money. What is happening? Is there any fraud? They are going to take their time. They are going to learn from the early early adopters. Those are the the early majority. You are going to have the the late majority, those who are going to they, they will come in later. But they, they, are, they, they are they are they are the masses. But they are going to come in later. And when those late majority come on board, you know that you have arrived because they have they they are the they are the masses, but they are mm-hmm. waiting for the mistakes to happen before they come on board. Then we have the laggards. They are skeptics. Those people, even if you give them one billion in, in, in mobile money, they'll still say no. They would, they would want to see five CD notes in one billion for them yeah. to, the you know. Bank. So, yeah, so when, when when you're when you're designing a, a product like that, you need to take cognizance of all these streams of, of people, and then start dealing with those people who are going to adapt it early. And with those people, they are more amenable to mistakes they, they take the risk with you right and um one, one key thing that drives the industry is the level of service because they don't see you what they see is they want the end result and to see the end results you need to get them involved so that for example if you try to send money and then for whatever reason the person gets an error right now he's not sure whether the money he sees an account debited the other person has not gotten the money. So he, gets, he starts fretting and says, that's why I don't even want to use this kind of platform again. You, the service provider, or you, the product designer of the payment platform, need to be able to recognize that there's been a glitch in the process. And then pick a phone call or have a means of communicating with a person trying to use that new payment method to complete a transaction.
1: Or reverse a transaction or until reverse the transaction. it can be so executed.
3: Key, the key there is not really about product design because if you check the stream of product design, right. we are in the different.
4: overdrive on the award winning drive time. Drive time on joy. 99 actually FM.
3: the same. The differentiator is going to be one the service experience. Are you able to reach out to the customer at the the moment of truth and then when the customer makes a transaction and there's a glitch are you able to call the customer and let them know that we saw you logging in we saw you trying to transfer money we saw you trying to buy airtime and this is what we see and this is the reason why so the key thing here is one of the service experience the feedback service experience customers require they, they want to see a differentiator now i was using cash when cash goes you you can't really rec- it's easy, it's not easy to reconcile with the electronic payment models. It's easy to do reconciliation. There's a lot more transparency in the flow of cash, in the flow of the money, right? So you you want to put in models that let the customers see the stream in a very transparent transparent manner.
1: Yep. One thing that's very transparent is that it is it is seven thirty. We are halfway through <laughs> the program, and so I'm just give you a time update in a very transparent way. I'll tell you what, for, for, for me. Coming onto the the payment stream, one thing that helped very much was the the presence of of telephone banking. So mm. that if I made, uh, I'm using the payment system for the first time, I would definitely not start with a big transaction. I would start with a very small one, and I mean then when I see right. when I see the the money moving from my account mm. accurately with no problem, no glitch, mm. then you move on and you just warm yourself into the system. So I can see I can see that the the parallel technology support from all the users in the value chain helps you to have the comfort of knowing that the amount that you paid or you you actually spent is what has been taken from your account and there's been no subsequent uh, deduction. I'll come back to this issue of security again, but Kofi, let's talk about how far we've come from Mesopotamia which you referred to, and then very importantly, talking about butter, and then coinage, and then or commodity trade, and then coinage and notes and etc. Let's talk about today. Where are we on in, in the scheme of things in terms of payment? I mean, you, you you want to buy, and they they tell you we accept all forms of For payment. Payments. What are the forms? Give us so, some of the um, trending so, forms.
2: So, Albert, the, basically, now payment is mobile, and and it's online and it's real time. Now you you could pay you could make payments with a card, so your, your typical ATM card the bank a bank would give you um, could be one of the forms of payment. As everybody may know, mobile money has become quite a very popular payment payment method. Um, of course, cash is still king, and usually when we are talking about payment, it systems, depends on which
1: part of the world you are actually.
2: Well, yeah, absolutely in Africa and in Ghana particularly cash is still king. And and usually when we're discussing payment systems in the context of Ghana, often people um, push to the background the concept of cash. But cash is king. And so um, cash is still a very popular payment, payment method. But you know, something that you said which is true, when you draw the parallel between, if you like, the post office system and email system, there are persons who have been very uncomfortable with having to uh, send an email because they feel the email or the information you are trying to convey to the recipient will never get to the person. They feel they must post a letter, you know, put a stamp on it, write an address on the back of the letter, and then send it to the post for the, for the information in the letter to get to the recipient. It's the same thing with payments. If you go to a shop, it's possible that the person, man in the shop, will tell you, "Listen, even though I've said I accept all forms of payment, which, like I've said, in, would include the mobile money and the and the card and internet payments and so on and so forth, I'm skeptical." Right. So, please give me cash if you if you have that. Right. And that is why, and later we will understand that is why it's actually more expensive in this dispensation to make electronic payments yeah. in this part of the country. Or in this part of the globe, than current cash. So if I took cash to the shop b- behind my house, I probably would pay for a product for hundred CDs. If I were to opt for electronic means, I would pay a hundred CDs plus a certain amount of commission. Right. And and that is because people are still factoring a lot of risk into the whole construct of of payment systems and especially you, electronic you, payment systems. Are
1: you blaming the the transaction costs of using electronic payment on customers mistrust? Partly. Pa-
2: particularly merchant's mistrust.
3: Yeah, yeah, merchant mistrust.
1: And
2: and it's big in the space, Albert, because increasingly persons do not, I mean, they, they will prefer cash. If, if push came to shove, then probably they would accept an electronic means. As if, if you did not have um, fiscal cash, then they would accept electronic means. I walked
1: into a shop, a retail shop, just last and it was a Saturday and I pulled out my card to pay and the lady looked almost disappointed <laughs> she said oh and I said what's the problem He said our system went down okay let me give it a try and see and I said do you know what you just did you gave me an idea that this payment mode is unwelcome here. Absolutely. She said, oh, no. It's just that it has been down uh, the whole day. So let's try it and see. And I, I just pulled out cash and paid. And, and away. away. But I felt, I felt this is a, the exact opposite of what will happen in London. I mean, if you pay, you move cash to pay for anything in London or the U.S. I mean, they, 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 look look, they pull out a, 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 a counterfeit detector. Yeah. It's almost like a crisis in the shop because... Yeah. Cash. I mean, everybody behind you in the queue is Absolutely. looking at you in some very funny way. Yeah. It's just not the intent in there, right? Yeah. Why are we where we are?
3: And I think. It, it, I think it's also cultural and our own managerial practices. Because if I own a shop, right, and I come and I see cash, I can easily dip my hand in the cash and say, "Hey, Quijo Go and buy me, how do you call it, something at the shop. Or you can, for example, a relative will come and say, oh, this person is sicko. Then you pick the cash from your shop and then you pay, you give up the person because you're looking at the cash. But with electronic payment, what happens, and I'm, I'm dealing I'm not talking about this big, big um, retail shop. I'm talking about the normal retail shop. With electronic systems, the shop owner doesn't have access to the cash. Right, The money is in the bank. So, even Ghana and our banking relation, a lot of people don't like putting their money in the bank. Right. With electronic payment, everybody has to bank. Everybody, one way or the other, see the money in the bank. You can't just go and pick the money anyhow that you like. There's a proper reconciliation process, there's proper accounting. So, you realize that sometimes the sense of feeling that you have cash is not there for those who are used to seeing plenty cash you know in 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 their in their business cultural
1: nuances merchant mistrust yeah and that is why we are where we are so if you just joined us it is 24 minutes to the hour of eight o'clock and tonight is the first of two a two-part discussion on payment systems the past the present and the future and my guests in the studio deri dindaze and kofi osu and anzem Wusamanga, our friend Anzim says these are two great minds. So we are talking about how payment systems have evolved over the years, what creates discomfort with users, and how this discomfort can be ameliorated. And we are also looking at how far we've come and what means or methods are available to us. In the course of our discussion, it has also emerged that Sometimes there is a transaction cost associated with using technology that is absent when cash is used, and I was going to ask them, is it not the fault of the the, the product designers or the service providers and their inefficiency? But they have preempted it by saying it is due to <laughs> largely to merchant mistrust, cultural barriers to the usage of electronic rather than rather than cash systems. But we will still continue to push this discussion because we must get to the point where. We welcome electronic payments without any inhibition, and it's even the preferred way to do business. But while we are at it, have you ever used any mode of payment that you found very convenient? It, it made you very excited because this is it. Share those thoughts with us, and I'm going to share it with um with our audience. Um, Derideen, you you use you designed a system called Slide Pay. Give us an idea in a minute about what what it means what does what does slide pay do we're talking about what what is the current what are the current technologies so let's see what does slide pay for instance do
3: so um slide pay primarily enables you move money from your bank to a mobile um to a mobile phone simply uh, simply put and um the key thing here is making sure that People are able to fulfill key moments of truth. That means that if I am at home anywhere in the world. You support
1: Chelsea?
3: I'm a strong Chelsea supporter. So imagine that
1: Chelsea is playing and you are, let's say, you are down, and then just when you are about to equalize your TV goals of your, your your subscription has been cut. Right. Let's use that scenario.
3: Yeah, so when your subscription you has been, been cut, your moment of truth is you watching the match. So we want you to fulfill that moment of truth. So you can use Slipy, for example, to pay for your subscription, either on Star Times or on DSTV or any of the, the, how do you call it, the electronic, I mean, the decoder, TV. how do you call those words? Pay, the TV service yeah, right? TVs, right? right. Um, or if, for example, you go to a merchant and then you, you want to make a payment, you can actually use Pay to make that payment. If you want to buy airtime, you can use Pay to make that airtime. Electricity? It, electricity bill. You can actually use Pay to pay for your postpaid um, electricity uh, 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 and bills. What's the
1: biggest advantage
3: of that? The the, the biggest advantage is one you, you save yourself the hassle of moving to a pay point to do it. And sometimes Ghanaians don't count the cost of moving. We think that you know moving is not expensive, but moving is expensive from a point of view of fuel, from a point of view of risk of falling in a gutter, somebody hitting you, somebody stealing your money, you know. And, and all these things are factored into the the
1: payments. Somebody said to me, my 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 ECG. Top up card can only be bought from a particular place at that time because of the location where I live. And so I would easily have to go to the office at some time and then come back at some time. And he was describing the nightmare of of physically going to a pay point to make payments. What you are describing is that by virtue of what these payment platforms can do, you cut out the travel cost, cut out the time, cut out the inconvenience, and literally can come back to the match. ASAP. Even if when you, when you came back, you you still lost the match. Right. At least you can come back and see the, the loss. Right.
3: And, and and the key thing also is that you see over here we are not used to budgeting and tracking expenses. Right. And the, and the power of using electronic payment platforms like Slide Pay is one enabling you track all these kind of expenses i have for, I have for example over the past month all of this year i've decided not to use cash so wherever i go i make payment with slight pay if i go to the church and there's offertory if i enter the service i ask the ashes do you guys do i said mobile money and they are go and sit down and i know some churches that do accept mobile money and whenever there's offertory that's what i used to pay if i go to funerals I ask you, my boy, do you have st- over money? I use um, Slipe to do that. If I go to weddings, like I, I went to a wedding this weekend.
1: Please, you didn't come to Matthew's wedding, but the good news is that you can actually pay by boba money. Matthew
3: knows already. So oh, Matthew knows oh, already. It's I'll, it's already. You, I'll give the
1: numbers so that people can send you delicious Matthew. <laughs> if you if you guess, 10% so, commission to the house. <laughs>
3: so, and, and this is what is making, making. So for example, initially, you might have to carry a 1,000 CDs over a weekend for numerous transactions. Now, I don't need to carry anything. I go to the the market.
1: Kofi, let me come to you and tell you something somebody said about payment systems this week. It will blow your mind. He okay. says the problem is not how efficient the in fact the problem with the payment systems is not inefficiency. The problem with the payment systems is the efficiency and convenience. And his argument was that listen, it's so easy to pay that you spend all the money. What's your reaction to that?
2: <laughs> <laughs> well well, I mean, well, that's a good thing for us. I mean, for those of us who who process payments, I'm happy that the the service is good enough and it's reliable enough and it's easy for you to be able to make all sorts of payments and then to finish up your money technically speaking because that's the job we are supposed to do for you i mean the rest will be will be self discipline and a constraint that you need to put on yourself but um, on a more serious note i think that um paper currency is giving way to electronic uh, transactions to electronic ways of making payments and like um, deriden rightly said these days um there's so much convenience in electronic payments that it's almost absurd when you decide to carry stack of cash on you everywhere you go. I mean, you're able to... Uh, if, if, if you opt for electronic payments and you decide to carry cards and carry mobile money and so on and, and so forth, you probably would never have to carry a single note you know, of cash on you. And so um, electronic payments is, is sweet, which is why... And- People are able to finish up all the money that they have in their various wallets. <laughs> and, and i can so, give you
3: a typical scenario i went to market in Adente, a proper market where they do yes come and buy right and i didn't go with money i went with my slight pay so i go to the first i wanted to buy i was going to see my mouse so i wanted to buy cassava and yam and other things go and give it to her and i go to the first man and I say oh i want to buy your th- your things. Do you accept mobile money? Oh, media, Davy, It's super cost. If I charge you, baby, stuff like that. And I went mm-hmm. to the other woman and I said, if you allow me to pay with mobile money, I'm going to buy more. So this woman said, okay. So I started buying. I bought yams. I bought cassava. I bought all the stuff. And then I, then she she made me pay with mobile money. Then she took the other guy that, hey, you know, baby, bro, if you accept mobile money, he will buy your thing. Then I went to the Gary woman. And then So I realized that they accepted it because I was an influencer they saw it as okay yeah
1: you, you are an ambassador you, you, you literally are like an ambassador because there's an enlightened self-interest the more they participate the more yeah. your your services but generally there should be a a greater movement we'll continue to explore this discussion but we've come a long way from where we used to be i mean right. taxi drivers painters all kinds and of industries
3: electronic payment
1: are using electronic payments right, yeah. but we still have quite some way to go to get there i'm going to go on a brief musical break when i come back we'll begin to open up the space for our listeners to also join this discussion but let me i can't finish this show without playing the song bononi for my wife comfort my boss the registrar and the song is by (laughs) (laughs) by joe metal and the song is bononi let me also play for priscilla you see priscilla this whole month this is the last, the last Sunday of the month. Next Monday we move on. But I'm, I'm playing this song for Priscilla, Poating, the wife of Matthew. This is Matthew, and this is Priscilla behind the screen. If you are watching on Facebook, this is Matthew,
5: Priscilla Matthew, only
1: and Matthew and Priscilla returned from South Tumi and Principe. Whatever they went to do there,
5: they
1: didn't go to church today. So I know what they went to do there. Anything that will prevent you from going to church, we all know that it can't be good. Anything that takes you away from the house of God is evil I'm telling you (laughs) it is it is 15 minutes to the hour of eight o'clock and the song for today is Bononi by Joe Metal please don't go
4: hallelujah celebrate Jesus with me tonight hallelujah all right so this song that's my testimony amen can I share it with you tonight all right let's go If it hadn't been for you, tell me, where would I be? I was lost and sinking deep in sin, but you reach out your hand and rest.
1: 11 minutes to the hour of eight o'clock and the song you just heard is bononi by joe metal and let me remind you that it will feature prominently in Adum praise 2017 on friday the 6th of october at perez doom in fact in a time like this at a time like this the place to be is Adon Praise because it is a place where we gather to give thanks to God. If you, if God has done nothing for you, then you are very special. I mean, for you to have nothing to thank God for, you must be very unique, but every one of us has a testimony of something God has done. And what an amazing time it will be for Christians to just gather together and lift up the name of the Lord. Make a date, Friday the 6th of October at the Perez Doma Jowlo for Adon Praise 2017. Adon Praise Ye Him and that is the date... Every one of us should gather at the Perez Dome. The discussion tonight is about payment systems, the past, the present, and the future. My guests, Derry Dindazi and Kofi Usu Isra. Derry is giving us an idea about about Slide Pay. Kofi, give us just a rough idea about your flagship platform, Insano. Give us an idea about what what you do.
2: Well, Albert, so as you may you already know, we are a typical B2B business. We provide various mobile banking. Um, solutions to um, financial institutions. We uh, we build solutions that banks can intend give to their customers. So there are various banks in this country, um, over ten of them, whose mobile banking products Insano built. So um, <clears throat> we encourage, if you like, more financial institutions who want to reach their customers via mobile banking solutions that are intuitive and designed with the customer in mind. Uh, basically um, to contact us for us to be able to build these products. We've launched a B2C though which is one of the very first we have done in this market. It's, the product is called Move. And Move allow, allows for people to move money from one mobile money platform to the other. So for example if you wanted to move money from MTM mobile money to Airtel this platform allows you to do so. And Very soon you put money to space. <laughs> well <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure. It, so far as there are recipients in space, um, we'll be able to facilitate these, you know, these transactions. Is it exciting to be able to generate these these solutions? Well, absolutely. It's it's exciting. We believe the future is payments, and um, what's happening what's happening today in commerce is is driven by by payments. People are looking for uh, payments transactions um, with speed. Now, people are looking for convenience. People are looking for uh, intuitive forms of payments. Right. And for us, so far as you understand what the market demands,
1: what the market is looking for, you are able to build products to suit the market. Right. So I I, I am also aware that there are systems that allow you to just walk through. And once you walk through and you have a chip. On your card you automatically are built you, you don't even pause you just walk through there absolutely you walk through the system and yes. there is a reader on the wall yes and just for entering the place you are automatically built i'm also aware that um in some countries the toll gates are virtual yes. Right, the toll systems they use are virtual you don't stop buy a ticket so that people can take some right. of the money and print fake, fake tickets and all that you just drive through once your your car has driven through it is built and that's it yes. Not in Singapore, actually. Yeah, but uh, the day we will have um, a full KYC—that's
2: uh, you know where where the bank is able to tell who you are, they know where you live, they know um, your 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 spending patterns, and so on and so forth. There will be a plethora of payment systems and payment products that will flood this market, which will be designed with the customer in mind, and it will blow everybody's mind. So you think that the the, the initiative to provide. Um, house ID. addresses and national IDs. It's yeah. critical yeah. to how the payments industry will evolve. Right. Be- be- because we don't know who you are. If right. you walk through
1: Malcolm or any other shop for, for that matter, we don't know who you are. We are, we are not able to bill you as as it were. Right. Let me give you some feedback from our listeners. Janet Wintum listening all the way from Pennsylvania says e payments are good for business because you can transact business outside the locality and quickly transact business. So she's talking about geographical as well as speed issues. You can't have effective business without an effective e payment gateway. Checks and wire transfers slows down business transactions. Enes Buidu, who's our correspondent in London, is saying that we are now seeing companies move towards Bitcoin's blockchain payment technology. Blockchain is an excellent alternative for people living in countries that lack the required banking infrastructure as a means of providing reliable payments. Samuel Colisey's mobile money payment channels are great opportunities to integrate the unbanked. Let me assure you that next week, talking about the unbanked, next week we'll be having in the studio Eli Haney, the senior manager in charge of MTN Mobile Money, Tara Squire, the head of consumer banking at Ecobank Ghana and Elhanan Asari, head of customer distribution at Ecobank Ghana. We'll have a big discussion about the the level of, of, of banking today versus what it was several years ago and then how payments systems have made banking very different from what it used to be before. My friend Bernardino Cocuavle was the one who said to me, me call Chepa. <laughs> he was talking about payment systems and he just said it in English, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a while since he last walked into a bank and that, that's what brought my mind to the fact that right. courtesy of the the advanced Modes of payment: A person can have a bank account and never ever have to write a check, deal with the bank, Absolutely. and yet still run the account. All right, Bill Anderson says moving or the movement of money and the velocity P to P, P to B, B to B, B to P, B to P, C to C. Hey, people <laughs> it's are shopper d- metrics. <laughs> yeah, just giving us all them to. Uh, this one is. Kofi to Derry. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask for your closing thoughts because we'll continue this discussion next week, and definitely, should the need arise, we'll raise you online on phone to make your contributions. But, Derry, what's the future?
3: Um, I, I believe that um, payment is is going to be a de facto part of our evolution as man because uh, naturally we are a consuming society, we are a value exchange society, and the only way that you can everybody can exchange value is through a payment um payment method uh, i see for for me uh ghana where we are going to have we're not going to talk about on bank the game we are now going to move more toward the service experience um so payment is going to be driven by more service experience especially at the merchant level merchants are going to come on board they will have no other alternative because cash would naturally more or less come down in terms of Government will not print as much cash Because it's going to cost them a lot more It costs even a lot more for government to manage cash Than we can and actually that's imagine That's
1: the recommendation that Janet um, is, is making on Facebook That the government must deliberately
3: Cut down on the cash they print I, mean, I want, to ask, I th- want th- us to be taxed on, on on cash usage Saying that, you know, we we, we have to have some kind of cash carrying uh, um, tax so that, yeah, okay. so that people will be incentive. I know that people are going to chew me for this but I believe that when we start putting some level of impediment in the, in the name of helping government save money because the monies that we use in printing cash and managing cash mm-hmm. can help build hospitals, can help save people, give free SHS so let's all help government by using less cash and using more electronic payments so we can save the money of managing mm-hmm. cash, you know, to transform our education our health and other sectors
1: next you could continue to look at what are the real benefits as against the cost of using these various platforms and then we'll talk also about the do's and the don'ts what right. must you never do in an online transaction but you your closing thoughts you are very passionate about about payment systems yes. your, your closing thoughts look in, into the crystal ball when i finish i'm going to ask Pakwisi to give us his closing mm. Um, what, what learnings he has had from this program in a minute, but right. your closing thoughts on, on a macro a level,
2: Albert. On a macro level, I think that every payment system in any dispensation is directly proportional to the level of development of the economy. So, if a particular economy is very cash-driven, um, then it, it gives you an it gives you a very fair idea of the type of economy that it is. The same thing applies to businesses. If your business is cash-driven and every time you need to prove you have money, you need to have a fiscal stack of cash sitting under your desk, then you have a problem. Then you are not an economy, um, you are not a business that is, if you like, very proactive or going uh, in tandem with, with the future. So we need to move to electronic forms of payment, which is really what the future looks like for us.
1: Right. Let me, let me say a big thank you to Deri Dindazi and Kofi uso for helping us understand much more about payment systems. Coming up next, I work with Jesus, and the topic is about hearing from God. One thing I'm sure you've heard from God tonight is that there's there's a future for payment systems, and the guest will be Pastor Ismail Awudu and the host will be Pastor Atuakwa. Dr. Ampo, for you, imagine that you're listening in Australia. It will be about 6 a.m. now or, or 7 a.m., whichever it is what one lesson are you carrying away tonight
3: yeah and one big lesson is the fact that online payments e-payments
2: is the future in ghana the world has really gone way way ahead and we are only trying to play really catch up but thankfully there's technology existing everywhere and i'm quite happy that my two big brothers have shared their insights and the products they are providing to make sure that ghana gets up to speed with existing technology and even if possible leapfrog into the future and take charge. Is
1: there hope for us to leapfrog? Yeah. Funny
2: enough, I told Mrs. O'Khan today that in Australia we don't have mobile money so we are way ahead when it comes to using mobile payments and so it's possible to actually lead the and world and with and innovation. PayPal, for
3: example, is copying the model of mobile money. Now, PayPal is enabling Cash deposit at pharmacies, at retail outlet, and converted them into mobile electronic money. Let's push on next week <laughs> and, and have more of this. But let me say a big thank you to all of you for
1: being part of this discussion. On behalf of the registrar, comfort supported by Matthew Amos, Priscilla, and 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 Doctor Kwesi Ampofu I want to say a big thank you. to me, come your way again next week. My name is Albert Okan. God bless you. God bless you. And God bless you. Good night.
0: Thank you for listening to Springboard Zone.